The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. 15, 64, 50, 80, 90, hey, hey! Hey, you guys. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And welcome to a very Brady podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Tack. And with me, as always, is the other host of the show, Jimmy Klein. Hello, hello. <laughs> hey. And on this podcast, we celebrate classic, iconic TV shows as we break them down one episode at a time. What we do here, Jimmy, as you know. Yes. We take the episode. Yes. We break it down. Every week. We tried to get it to come visit us for the holidays, but find okay. out that it's left us for a younger, much hotter episode. All for you, the yeah. listener. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. On today's episode, we're going to take a look at the TV movie, A Very Brady Christmas. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched the movie, please feel free to stop the podcast and go watch it before continuing. You don't have to, but it might be a hell of a lot more funny if you do. A Very Brady Christmas is available to stream no fucking where. Nowhere. But we found it on archive.org. And notice notice we ain't saying for free. No. Nowhere. <laughs> Nowhere. You can't rent it. You can't buy it. <laughs> well, you can. You can buy it on, on target.com. Uh, you can buy it on walmart.com. Um, and I think on amazon.com through our affiliate link. Yeah. Um, all three of them are like $10, but um, it's not available in stores. So you can't just run yeah. down to your local Walmart and buy it. You have to order yeah. it. We also got a um, a a file copy from Jim Larson, too. He's we did, because he's so. awesome. So, you know, this episode is brought to you, brought to you by a Jim Larson. Jimmy, go ahead and uh, say the Jim Larson slogan. Um, if you're in a jam, call the man. Jim Larson. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) So, how was your week? It was good. It was Thanksgiving week, and it was kind of a double whammy for me because I I got to work back at my old factory, the one I'm I'm supposed to be working at. Mm -hmm. Plus, it was Thanksgiving. I only worked like three days. So, we went over to um, my wife's aunt's house with my wife's entire family. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I haven't... Man, I haven't had dinner with my mom in like eight years. Like... (laughs) I just, I don't even go to her house anymore. Like, I don't even, I don't even, oh, <laughs> if she was to call me, I would probably freak out and not even answer the phone <laughs> because I just, I don't even go to her house anymore. I haven't had Girls, Thanksgiving in same, a while. same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yours is about the same amount of time too. Um, well, yeah, it's only three <laughs> weeks difference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, we went over to her aunt's house, which was nice. We got to see her grandparents and her aunts and she doesn't have any uncles. I don't think, um, so it was kind of fun. It was nice. What about you? That's good. Um, yeah, I um, had a big family get together for Thanksgiving, which I'm not used to. By the way, let's you know kind of answer some questions here. Um, our oh, my mom's away. dead. <laughs> yeah, her mother's passed away. Yeah, um, about three weeks apart from each other. Exactly. Mine was hospital, first, same Jimmy. floor. Mine was first. Yeah. Well, my mom never even knew that your mom passed away because the doctors didn't want me to tell her. Yeah. I was like, why? But, you know, can she not handle it? And they're like, it'd just be funny. No, that's what I'd say. Um, uh, they like, said, yes. Yeah, like we want to surprise her when she gets to heaven. She'd be like, whoa. <laughs> what are you doing here? Um, 
No, they didn't think that she could handle it in her condition. So they're like, it's no, better yeah. off that she doesn't know. Yeah. So, okay. Right. Anyway, I had a big family get together on Thanksgiving, which I'm not used to. It's my first time nice. doing it. Um, it was nice. It was, uh, it was fun. It was cool. Um, right it's very on. chill, very laid Who? back. Did you have it at your your house or? No, at the uh, parents' house. So went over there and. Oh, uh, parents! <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. Good. Good. But yeah, it was it was cool. Um, it's fun. Lots of food, and I, and I got some. In case anybody was wondering, I did. <laughs> she gave me a lots of <laughs> lots of stuff to take home as leftovers. So I do have a lot of leftovers because I was complaining about it last week. Well, no, the, the real question that I know. Jenny, Jim, Emmy, Kate, all these people are really wondering is, mm-hmm. did you get to cook? <laughs> I did not get to cook. Although I did kind of show up late for Thanksgiving. And um, so well, if they're not going to let you cook. <laughs> you, you text me when the food's ready. And that's so what awesome you do moment. is you just you just text her and make up some story about how something went wrong or whatever. And then when really it's because you wanted to cook and they wouldn't let you. <laughs> no. And so when I got there, my uh, stepmom was kind of showing me like, okay, over here, some food here, over here, you know. And I was like, um, is there any gravy? She goes, I was going to have you make the gravy. I was like, um. And you were like, no. <laughs> no. Let's try. And then I asked her, <laughs> I said, uh, I asked my stepmom, I was like, hey, did you happen to listen? Because she listens to the show, you know. I was like, did you happen to listen to today's episode that dropped on Thanksgiving Day? And she's like, no, I haven't had a chance yet. Oh, I Sorry. thought that would have been why. <laughs> I thought that was why she said that. That's funny. I know. Okay. And, uh, I was, and I was like, no, it's okay. I was like, I just wanted to forewarn you about something. She goes, what? <laughs> I was like, well, on the episode, I may have like complained about how I don't get to cook this year and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, but it's just for comedy. It's just for jokes. <laughs> and my stepmom, she goes, <laughs> she goes, oh, just for comedy. <laughs> and what did she say? Something like, uh, for comedy. Um, she goes, I can be funny too, right? <laughs> Want to see me be funny too? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you left that in last week? You talked about that? Yeah, I left it in. Did you cut out the part of us talking about whether she's hot or not? <laughs> Jimmy, stop. <laughs> that conversation did not happen. <laughs> so you cut it out. Okay. <laughs> no, the conversation did not happen. Oh my God. No, that was about your dad. She's <laughs> <laughs> oh, OP. Your family listening is like the best thing ever. Because <laughs> I can say stuff like that and watch you squirm. It's awesome. <laughs> well, it's not really the family, it's just. Um, Joyce, she listens. <laughs> well, your, your sister, some of your sisters listen, right? Yeah, I, mean, I think they listened like a half of an episode once. <laughs> <laughs> There's like, like oh, he sounds just like he's on the phone. Let's do him. And my sister, you know, she's probably just like, oh, it's, it's cute. It's nice. It's fun. <laughs> so is that it's what a, you do all? Is that what you and Jimmy do? It's is a neat it? little project. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I haven't even listened to a whole episode. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not, it's not everybody's humor. My my wife has never listened to an episode. <laughs> she's never, she, yeah. She's she never listens listened to all a single the time. episode. She's in the same house. She can't hear it. No, she's <laughs> in the other room. They put the TV on and stuff, so she can't hear me. And she, she's doing everything <clears throat> she can to not hear yeah. an episode of a very Brady yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man. Yeah. None of my kids listen. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> the only person listening right now is the cat who's underneath the table. Hmm. So yeah. Good, good. Yeah. So uh, this week I'm super excited to get back to the Brady Bunch. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's like it's like seeing a friend from high school. Yeah, no, it's like hanging yeah. out with the family again for holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't call them family. Well, no, that's true because there's some that really irritate the piss out of you. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and after watching this, some some people just never change. You know? yeah. <laughs> so you see Greg's pervy mustache. Oh God, it's creepy. <laughs> But yeah, it was just kind of nice uh, writing the synopsis because I get to, get to throw in old jokes again. And yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it just was fun. So you guys are in yeah. for a real treat today. Yeah. <laughs> you could consider this like a stocking stuffer. Yeah, I don't get it. Oh, uh, yeah. No? It's not a stocking stuffer? <laughs> it, I don't know if there was more to that, like besides just straight up a stocking stuffer. No, because it's small, you know? You know what? Never mind. It's not a stock stuff anymore. <laughs> it's it's some some cookie your work gave you. That's what it is. It's, I take it back. It's not a stock stuff anymore. It's one of the medium bullshit gifts you get from like your aunt. Because exactly. it has no idea what you like. It's like it's one of those secret Santa gifts at work and the person doesn't know who you are, so you get like an oven <laughs> mitt or something. That's what it is. <laughs> We're doing Secret Santa at work. And uh this one girl's like, hey, did you sign up for Secret Santa? I was like, no. She's like, why not? I was like, well, because I'm still kind of new here. And I don't want somebody pulling my name going, who the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> and then same thing for me. I'm going to pull a name and go, who the fuck is this? <laughs> so there's one person like, I guess I'm not getting anything. Nobody. No. <laughs> we needed one more person to be Secret Santa. Oh. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't get anything. You're like Kevin Malone. I yeah. got myself. <laughs> I didn't tell The boss anybody. had to buy him something because nobody picked his name. Yeah. <laughs> but if you would have played tech, then he would get something. <laughs> but when you do it, I guess you have a card and like you get to fill it out and ask things like, what do you like? What do you collect? A million dollars. What do you, yeah. you know, <laughs> like kind of stuff. So in case you have no idea who the person is. All their info is right there. You should put a date. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You might be cute. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, you know, you can't assume it's a girl. So he might be cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, you can't assume it's going to be a girl. <laughs> but why that's, would I date sexist. a dude? Well, because that's who you might get. It's a secret thing. <laughs> you don't get to see. choose whether you get Mr. or Mrs. Claus. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Didn't think about that. Huh. It's, it's 2022, shoot. man. Open your mind. <laughs> All right. Should we go to break? Sure. I'm tired. <laughs> oh, man. Right. Well, let's take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to get into this. I'm just excited. I, I'm ready to yeah. get started. So. <laughs> this, is, this is Christmas Eve vibes. <laughs> and with the old gang again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, when we get back, we're going to break this down and get into it. And uh, yeah, we'll be back. Yeah.
So this is where we take our first break and we will be back. And this is where I take my first break to the little podcaster's room. I will be right back. (laughs) All right. Have fun, but not too much fun. (laughs) Son, is that you? Oh, wow. Hi. Tack and Jimmy, I presume? Nope. I'm just Tack. I'm... Can I help you? How did you even get in here? Dude, I told you I was in the bathroom. Who are you talking? Oh, hi. Um, who is this? The name's Frank, but my friends call me Herbie McWafflebottom. Oh, hey, Herbie. No, Herbie. Anyways, I really need your help. Let me explain. I'm an elf, and I'm here for your assistance. Santa came to you a couple times for help and raved about the gifts he got. This year is his anniversary of being Santa, yada, 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 and we wanted to get him something special, and I need to talk to H-E-I-C-O-G. Wait, our what? <sighs> Head elf in charge of gifts. Oh, is that all? Well, we really don't have elves. We just directed him to the website, fun.com. Yeah, I remember that, but while you're here, I've always wanted to ask this. Did any of the movies get the North Pole in the workshop right? And where do baby elves even come from? Does Santa really know all of your elf names? And when you fart, does it really smell like candy canes? No, no, I thought those were reindeer farts. But do elf boogers really taste like gingerbread? Ooh, I bet they do. Oh, I want gingerbread boogers. Right? Ooh, and is it true that tinsel comes from Santa's nose hairs? No, I thought there was the hairs from his... Can we focus, please? Get back to fun.com. Sorry, um, but yeah, we told them about a few things on fun.com. They have ugly Christmas sweaters, and this year they've added sweaters from G.I. Joe, Lord of the Rings, and Hasbro. What do you think about that, Mr. McWaffle Iron? Ugh, it's McWaffle Bottom. But that's great you remember. You know, Santa does get cold when he watches Christmas movies. That's a good start. Do they have anything else? If you like that, then you'll also love their shoes and slippers. This year, Fun.com added Care Bears, Fraggle Rock, Labyrinth, The Nightmare Before Christmas, ooh, and even Michael Myers. Oh no, he still has nightmares about that movie. But he does love him some Fraggle Rock. Wait a minute, Santa watched Halloween? No, The Nightmare Before Christmas. They kidnapped Santa in that movie. Oh, good point. Well, this year, Fun.com added throw blankets. They have X-Men, Gremlins, The Dark Crystal, and The Princess Bride. Wow, I can see why Santa loves Fun.com. All those sound amazing. I think Santa will love them. So does Fun.com have elves I need to email or get a hold of or send a text? No, just go to Fun.com using the link on our show notes to receive 15% off your entire purchase. You guys are all right. I can see why Santa likes you. No problem at all. Hey, can you stay and do the show? Can't. It's bowling night, and tonight is two-for-one eggnog. Wait, they even have pet sweaters? Aw, Sugars is going to love that. Hey, have a Merry Christmas and enjoy your gifts. Even if you do wear, should I say, questionable Halloween costumes. I'll see ya. He kind of smelled like candy canes. He did. Wait. Ew. Uh, are uh, back. Ooh, that was a good break. Mm-hmm. That was a good break. That was, was a good break. break. Was, that, was that a good break? No, it was, I, okay, that was a good break. Yeah. 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 All right, so we got the TV movie 
A very pretty Christmas. It's so weird not seeing episode or whatever. <laughs> Facts about the movie. It first aired in 1988. Damn. It was written by Sherwood M. Lloyd Schwartz. This is the first thing I think that we've ever reviewed mm. where we were alive when it came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Wow. 1988. Where were we? 19, well, in Florida. I was 14. Yeah, yeah I was 13. <clears throat> so. yeah, and we knew each other. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. This is Dang. modern. This was like last week. <laughs> anyway, directed by Peter Baldwin and Noah's no relation to the Baldwins. We've already oh, okay. been over that many times. According to IMDb, Susan Olsen was the only original cast member not to appear in the movie because mm. she decided to go on her honeymoon in Jamaica instead. Oh, damn. Good yeah. for her. She also found out that Paramount only had to deliver on five of the six kids and wanted to pay Olsen the least. Oh, shit. Which was all the more reason for her to turn down the film. I would have too. So fuck. Oh, because she was so busy, like, doing other stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to down her and everything, but, you know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Mike Lookinland didn't dye his hair brown as he did during the original series, making this the first time Bobby was seen blonde. I'd hardly call him blonde. He's more brown, but, yeah. Uh, though Carol repeatedly reminds Alice that she is no longer the family housekeeper, <laughs> Alice inexplicably, inexplic how do you say it? Inexplicably. Thank you. Turns up in scene after scene, donning the iconic blue uniform she always wore on the original series. Nice. Most likely purely out of instinct. Or what this podcaster believes, Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe she just wears that all the time and that's like her normal outfit. <laughs> so she knows. Maybe she's worn it ever since. <clears throat> <laughs> when Alice is meeting people at the airport, she initially approaches a young woman, incorrectly believing that she is Cindy. Shortly before the real Cindy arrives, this is likely a reference to the fact that Cindy is not played by the actress who originally played her, Susan Olsen. <laughs> We don't get to that scene in this episode, but... Um, I was going to say, that didn't sound familiar. No. <laughs> but we'll get to it in it the next been, episode, I think. It would have been funny if the, the lady that she walked up to originally was Susan Olsen. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, my bad, wrong person. And they went up to the, the other actress. <laughs> that would be funny. <sighs> so you ready to fade in? I am ready to fade in. All right. So we fade in. <laughs> opens up with Mike and Carol on stationary bikes in the family room exercising. Mm. Carol yells out, faster, Mike. Uh, faster. <laughs> All sweaty. Panting. Mike says, faster, I'm passing you. Carol just laughs and <laughs> says, oh, that'll be the day. Carol comes to a stop and sighs and says, there, two miles. I'm done. Mike stops, looks down and says, aha, six miles. 
Carol says, oh, wait a minute. You didn't set the mileage from yesterday. Mike says, that's why I'm not tired. They both just laugh. Carol says, oh, Mike, weren't these bikes great Christmas gifts we gave each other last year? (laughs) Yeah. Mike says, some gifts, torture devices. (laughs) Carol gets off her bike and says, speaking of Christmas. Oh, my God. Mike's bullshit detector still going strong. (laughs) As he says, (laughs) I knew you were leading up to something. Carol cuddles up to his shoulder as she surprisingly asks, have you given any thought about what you're going to get me this year? Mike says, you sly little devil. Not only have I thought about it, I know exactly when I'm going to get you. Oh, damn. As Mike, I know. As Mike hops off his bike, Carol says, you do? Oh, come on. What is it? Mike wipes the sweat off his face, looks at her, and just walks off like a motherfucking bouse. Carol says, oh, come on, Mike, please tell me what it is. (laughs) We now hear the Brady Bunch theme play, but a Christmas version as we see Carol follow Mike throughout the house while he looks for something, bugging him about her Christmas present, much like a child would bother their mother about a snack before (laughs) dinner. Uh, So going back a little bit to the credits, Mm -hmm. like I was immediately like, not really irritated, but just creeped out by Greg's mustache. I don't know why. It just he's already such a sleazy character, and that makes him look that much more sleazy. So that irritated me a little bit. Um and of course nothing changes. Carol's just thinking about herself. So big shock. <laughs> yeah. Or I, wait a minute, as we should say. Okay's a fucking surprise. <laughs> exactly. So we see some interesting shots of the fourth wall here. Mm-hmm. And so as we're watching Carol follow Mike around the house, the camera's like stationary outside just shooting through the glass. Well, I don't know if there's glass in it. It's like in the backyard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And of course, there's tons of updated decor, 80s decor around the house. Yeah. They added a window in the kitchen. I thought it was kind of strange. Yeah. Um, And the area between the family room and the kitchen didn't look right. It looked like they changed something. Like, not remodeled it. It just looked wrong. It didn't look right. Right, right. I think they were trying to rebuild the set from memory. Memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe some pictures. And I think some dimensions were off. And, yes, things didn't look right. Like, well, that's not that close to that thing. Exactly. It's a little (laughs) further away. But, yeah. Yeah. The living room actually looked a lot smaller than it Mm -hmm. did originally. but. Scene two. Now in the kitchen, after following Mike throughout the entire house, he stops and asks, where's my checkbook? Carol opens up a drawer and pulls it out and says, right here. Now she's Johnny on the spot with that shit. (laughs) Funny how that works. Mike looks at it and says, oh, I'm going to need that for your Christmas present. Carol, still pleading, says, Mike, you can't do this to me. You can't tell me that you know what you're going to get me and not tell me what it is. (laughs) Mike grabs a drink, steps towards her and says, yes, I can. You know why? (laughs) Carol takes a step back and says, no, why? Mike says, because I'm my motherfucking Brady. (laughs) No, he doesn't say that. I just thought that'd be funny. Uh, Mike says, because I'm mean and cruel and sadistic. Mm-hmm. As Mike attempts to drink, 
As Mike attempts to take a drink of water, Carol pulls it away from him, denying her husband liquid that he could get severely dehydrated from. Yeah. Yeah. And she says, yes, I know that. I just hope you're generous, too. Mm. No, she didn't say it like that. She said, I hope you're generous, too. That's how she said it. (laughs) Carol pauses and attempts one more time as she asks, how about a hint? Mike says, no. Mm. Carol says... Okay, if that's the way you're going to be, I have a surprise for you too. But I'm not going to tell you anymore because you're not my friend. No, that's, <laughs> that's pretty much what she was saying. But if you won't hint, I won't hint. Mike thinks for a second and says, that's a deal. I have to get dressed. <laughs> and then he walks <laughs> off. <laughs> Carol stops him, smiles and says, sweetheart, remember, we don't have any kids at home anymore. Hmm. She puts her arms around him and goes on. And I don't have to go to business at the real estate office today. Because that's the way people talk. (laughs) And you don't have to go to business either. So I thought maybe you and I could do some business together. Hell yeah. Shit. Damn right. She's going to show him some real estate on her body, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> she kisses him. Mike says, You tempt me. You really do. Carol giggles. Mike then says, It's your fault. I have to meet Ted Roberts. You're the one that introduced us. Carol sighs and takes her arms down from around him and says, I didn't know it was going to ruin my love life. <laughs> Mike says, You know, he really seemed impressed by the new plans I'm building. Carol says, And why not? You are the best architect this side of Frank Lloyd Wright. Mike laughs and says, is that what you told him when you sold him the piece of land? Carol says, I certainly did. In fact, I told him you were the best architect on the other side of Frank Lloyd Wright, too. Mike says, no wonder I loves you. Is that how he Hmm. says it? He goes, no wonder I loves you. Wow, okay. Mike attempts to leave the kitchen again, but Carol grabs his shirt and pulls him back for another kiss. Mike whispers, make that last. The fuck? Like, here's a kiss. Make that last. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> so you didn't you watch, watch this, this, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> Carol chuckles as Mike finally gets to leave the kitchen. <laughs> Carol is still spoiled, it seems. You think? <laughs> but at least she's working now, so. How, mu- how much you want to make a bet that Mike pays all the bills <laughs> and she keeps her paycheck so she can go shopping? How much money about? <laughs> I'm not betting anything. Because <laughs> Mike was totally fine just on his salary alone supporting yeah, yeah. him, yeah. six kids, and yep. also paying a housekeeper. Right. And now she makes money being a real estate agent. Yeah. And, and, and you know she keeps no all that kids. shit. They don't have any kids. They don't have to pay a housekeeper anymore. Why yeah. is she even fucking working? And I'm sure those <laughs> shoulder pads are expensive. So she needs that job. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I put down the kitchen looks different. Um, like, like a different layout. Like if they remodeled the kitchen, he gutted that shit and started all over again. Um, <laughs> this may be the first time we've ever seen the wall in the dining room where the China cabinet was. I don't think we've ever seen that wall. Yeah. Um, but how could, how could they have taken down the colored panels on the wall by the stairs? That was iconic. How could he take that down? I don't know. I, don't know. I don't think in the kitchen, I think he took out the, um, that was an indoor grill or whatever that thing was. Oh yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Was that brick thing, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You get rid of that um, too. The horse is still there in the living room. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's cool. Um, did she really say he can't know what he's going to get her and not tell her what it is? The mm-hmm. fuck? Like, yeah. Yes, he can. <laughs> like, that's like you've been to Christmas before, right? Like, that's kind of the point. Um, but yeah, my last thing is <laughs> Carol looks like she's about to play football. <laughs> that's some big ass shoulder pads. Holy shit. <laughs> what was the point of those? I don't know. Make makes you look more powerful, maybe. I, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably so she didn't hold her shoulder, hurt her shoulders. I don't know. <laughs> when they're trying to push their way to the top of the I, corporate ladder, I guess she kind of looked like pads. one of the characters. Like she kind of looked like Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> you know, like with the little things come out. Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe our <laughs> listeners know what those shoulder pads were supposed to be for. Yeah. Oh, scene three. After Mike leaves, Carol sneaks over to the phone and makes a call. Mm-hmm. On the other end, we see that she's calling Marsha. Marsha picks up her phone and says, hello. Because, you know, back then, they, you know, you just picked it up. And you're like, who's on the, you didn't know who's on the line. <laughs> Carol whispers, Marsha, it's me. Marsha whispers, hi, mom. Why are we whispering? <laughs> Carol whispers, it's a secret. I don't want your father to know I'm calling you. Marsha says, gee, I always thought dad liked me. <clears throat> Carol says, oh, Marsha, I'm so excited about the Christmas present I'm getting him. I had to tell someone or I'll bust. Shocking. Well, Alice isn't <laughs> there anymore, you know. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, who's her friend that she used to call all the time? Oh, man. I guess she don't live there anymore, but that's who she used to call. Yeah, I forget now. I'll remember it before the end of the show. Hmm. Next we see she now has Greg on the phone who's wearing a doctor's coat while he's at work in his office. Greg says, so you called me? Carol says, who else would I call, Greg? Greg asks, what are you getting, Dad? (laughs) Carol says, it's a trip to Greece. Wow. Like the the live version? Yeah, it's like the the Broadway version. Yeah, exactly, yeah. (laughs) Now we see she's on the phone with Jan as she exclaims, Greece, that's great. I never knew who dad liked better, you or the Venus de Milo. <laughs> Carol chuckles. It's like Bob and Bob with those fucking popcorn, and Mike oh, yeah. fucking loves Venus de Milo. He does. Venus de Milo? <laughs> Venus de Milo? Is that what is the oh, Venus de Milo? No, I thought you said penis de Milo. That's what I thought you were saying. I thought you were making a joke. No. Isn't that that naked dude with no, arm, with no <laughs> that's arms? That's what I'm kind of curious about. <laughs> we got to look at this now. Are you looking at us? Yeah, I'm looking at that. Um, yeah, that's a naked chick with no arms. Sorry, it's not a yeah. naked dude. It's such a naked chick. Okay. So it's not penis to Milo. It's Venus. Like the, 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 that's, the that's what I said. Venus. Oh, oh, You're okay. the one that said penis. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> Carol chuckles and says, I'm taking the money from our special vacation account. Now, Jan, please be sure you keep it a secret. Jan says, sure. Next up is Peter. As Carol says, now, Peter, I'm counting on you to keep it quiet. (laughs) Peter pipes up and says, I bet you told everybody about this. Peter ain't playing. He knows. He knows. He knows what's up. As he's on the phone, someone drops a whole bunch of work on his desk for him to do. He looks very disappointed and displeased. He does, yeah. <laughs> now on the phone with Cindy, I assume it's Cindy, <laughs> as she's putting on makeup. <laughs> she says, oh, he'll love it. Carol asks, so you really think it's a good present, Cindy? <laughs> Cindy says, 
Mom, I think it's a great present. I mean, who wouldn't want a trip to Greece for Christmas? Carol says, most of the people living in Athens, I guess. <laughs> and then she chuckles at her own joke. Because nobody else is laughing. <laughs> Bobby now on the phone, he says, Dad doesn't know a thing about it. Carol says, nope, just you kids. Now I hope I can count on you to keep it a secret, Bobby. Bobby, while sitting in a small kitchen, rifles through an old box of pizza as he says, you can count on me. Carol says, now I just hope I can count on me. Hmm. Hmm. So it's kind of cool that they had time to mount that phone to the wall instead of having it on the, on the, <laughs> on the counter between the, the kitchen it's, and it's you know, the entire room. Now. <laughs> yeah. So now it's, yeah, it's actually on the wall. So that's kind of neat. Um, again, Greg, Greg's creepy ass mustache. Um, <laughs> but who the fuck is that playing Cindy? Like, that's not Cindy, man. Like, I know. I mean, they might as well just got the girl to play Jan on the on the variety hour or whatever. Like, <laughs> like fuck. Like, they're just going to throw anybody in that are role. Are you available to play Cindy now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a nice way to show all the kids. And I love how she has to say all their names so we know. Yeah, especially Cindy. <laughs> I think they did it to all the kids so that Cindy wouldn't stand out. Otherwise, Cindy would <laughs> be like, yes, mom, me, your daughter, Cindy. Like, it'd be that kind of stuff because everybody would be like, who are we looking at? Or it might be because they've all grown up. So like, I don't know who that is. Is that Greg or Peter? I don't know. And she said, Greg, that's Greg. <laughs> a mustache now. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Scene four. Now in Mike's office, he sits at his drafting table and thinks for a moment. He gets up and walks over to the desk to make a call. Just then Greg's office phone rings. As he picks up, he says, Dr. Brady. Mike says, Greg. Greg smiles and says, Dad, I was just thinking about you. Whoa. Mike says, I've got a problem. Greg says, and you called me? Mike jokingly says, well, you're a doctor. I need a second opinion. Mike <laughs> chuckles for a second and then goes on. How do you think your mother would like it? Dr. Brady cuts him off and says, usually doggy style from my experience. <laughs> yeah. He didn't say that. If you know what I mean. Took the belly button from the inside, if you catch what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No. <clears throat> Mike asks, how do you think your mom would like it if I surprised her with a trip to Japan? Mm. Now on the phone with Marsha, Marsha says, Japan? Mike confirms, yeah, Japan, you know, pagodas, the the Ginza. What's the fuck's the Ginza? I, <laughs> so when I was watching this, I had to like play back a million times to figure out what the fuck he was saying. Because he said pagodas, the Ginza. I was like, is he saying Taginza? Taganza? And I couldn't figure I had to look it up and I finally, it's Ginza. It's like some sort of, um, I think it's a monument or something in Japan. Oh, okay. Mike smiles and says, geisha girls, things like that. Now on the phone with Jan, Jan asks, when are you planning this trip, dad? Mike says, December. It's a Christmas gift. Jan chuckles and says, oh, somehow that's what I thought. What? Okay. Mike goes on. We've been saving up all this money for years. Peter, still at work, says, the vacation account. I bet that's what you're using, huh? Mike says, you kids are smart. But I don't quite know how to break it to her. Okay. Um, <laughs> you watch this, right? <laughs> yeah, I did. But I'm, I'm starting to realize things now. Like, break it to her? That makes it sound like it's bad news. Like, <laughs> I know. I know. It's just <laughs> weird choice of wording on this. Um, yeah. Not yours. There's Cindy on the other line says, gently, dad. Break it very gently. 
Mike says, the thing is, I don't know exactly when to tell her. Isn't this a Christmas gift? God, I'm so confused. (laughs) Bobby on the other end, rifling through some old Chinese containers, says, after the first of the year, Dad. Mike says, but it's a Christmas present. Bobby says, I know. Mike sighs and says, thanks, Bob. Bob says, bye-bye, Dad. (laughs) And they both hang up. I'm so happy you did that. So, so is like Bobby poor or something? I don't or, know. Like, are they just trying to show he's a bachelor? So you're a bachelor, so you just eat out old pizza box and old Chinese takeout. Like, is this before or after he is in a wheelchair? I have no idea. It didn't look like. I mean, he was sitting down, but yeah, but he was sitting on every single shot. <laughs> it was so, only it's the same shot. You know? Yeah. 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 Interestingly, they show the guys. <laughs> At work doing things and the women are all the girls are all at home. <laughs> well, I thought that when we had researched it, when we were doing the Brady Bunch the first time, they said that Jan eventually becomes an architect herself. Hmm. So I know Jan has a job and I know um, um, I want to say Marsha ends up starting her own catering service, um, hmm. which it might be in this movie. And Cindy was a DJ. So, like a radio, <laughs> for a radio station? Gotcha. So, I know all the girls get jobs. They just must not have it in this. Um, yeah. Well, they showed, like, Marsha just at home dealing with kids, and they show Cindy yeah. putting on makeup. <laughs> <laughs> and then they show Greg, he's a doctor, <laughs> and then Peter working in an office. <laughs> and then Bobby just sitting around. Sitting around eating old yeah. pizza. And so, they didn't show Bobby out. working. So, true, he's a girl. True, true, yeah. <laughs> he's like one of the girls um <laughs> so greg's an ob that's kind of funny he's still obsessed Shocking. with that shit yeah okay it's a fucking surprise <laughs> <laughs> um jan is so 80s holy shit <laughs> like oh my god like if you looked up 80s on wikipedia it probably has her picture on it from the phone call um <laughs> but i wonder if cindy um is with charles and if he's still in charge i'm just curious <laughs> Let's see, it's 1988. Charles was still in charge in 88, yeah. I think. Well, you know, she was on that. Yeah, yeah, no. She I played know. Gwendolyn. You know. Oh, shit. Gwendolyn. That Gwendolyn. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, she is a hottie. I bet he's in charge in the bedroom. Yeah. Sorry. Charles in charge. He's a, He was in charge of their days and their nights. He is. Which is. And their wrongs and their rights. <laughs> but I want Charles in charge of me. scene five it's night night time in the brady home the doorbell rings and mike and carol go to answer it you know together yeah they open the door (laughs) and alice stands in the doorway smiling mike and carol's eyes both light up as they exclaim alice (laughs) as alice walks in mike says what a happy surprise alice's smile now turns to a frown And she begins to cry. Now, sitting in the living room, while Mike pours his own coffee, Carol sits and consoles Alice. Carol says, so, Sam walked out without saying goodbye? Alice, still in tears, says, no, Mrs. Brady. My husband left me a note written on the paper from his butcher shop. She reaches into her purse and pulls it out. Mike takes the note and reads it aloud. Dear Alice... I lied to you. You know, like a liar. (laughs) I wasn't working nights plucking chickens. 
I met a younger woman. At first, we just traded meatloaf recipes. Then one night, she showed me her boob, and I liked it. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> she showed me her boobies, and I liked them, too. <laughs> and then she showed me her rump, and I roasted the shit out of it. <laughs> you should have seen me, Alice. You would have been proud. You know that thing you always want me to do, but I never do? I did it with her. It's fucking awesome. You were right. I am good at it. <laughs> she started grinding night. my chuck. <laughs> one night she asked me over to season her rump roast. Right before I stuffed her sausage. <laughs> I guess I'm an old fool, but I fell for her like a pound of ground chuck. Even in his fucking Dear John letters, he still does the meat puns. Mm-hmm. Alice says, that no good two-timing meat monger. Carol, <laughs> you lint liquor? Sorry. <laughs> lint liquor. Carol gets all worked up and adds, that snake in the grass, low down conniving. Alice cuts her off and is like, whoa. <laughs> Miss Brady, that's my husband you're talking about. Alice now gets up from the couch. Carol apologizes as Mike says, Alice, we feel terrible. Alice says, well, I feel terror blur. <laughs> Sounds French. <laughs> Carol gets up from the couch, puts her hand on Alice's shoulder and says, Alice, you did the right thing coming here. Because we need a lot of work around here. Because I work full time now. <laughs> Mike works full time. Carol's like, you can't, you didn't make the right choice coming here because, man, I need gossip. I need it really bad. <laughs> Alice says, well, you've always been like family to me. Even better than a family. She now begins to cry and adds, You never left me like Sam did. <laughs> Carol says, Stay here for a few days. We could really use your services, Mrs. We could really use your services, Mr. Brady and I. have <laughs> had to clean up after ourselves around here and it's annoying as hell. Mike even had to pour his own coffee. Did you see? <laughs> Plus we got grandkids visiting soon and we don't want to deal with that. <laughs> No. Carol suggests, stay here for a few days. Alice asks, could I? Carol looks at her husband for approval. Hell yes, mm -hmm. she did. Damn right. <laughs> Mike gets up and says, oh, sure. The closet. Uh, I mean, your room is still here. <laughs> <laughs> I added that. <laughs> it's just like you left it. Alice asks, could I stay here? Could I really? Carol says, we insist. Alice says, I'll be right back. Alice now turns around and walks out. Once Alice steps out, Carol turns to Mike and says, you know, Mike, I'm shocked. <laughs> Sam and Alice were always like liver and onions. Disgusting. Nobody liked them. Nobody liked them. <laughs> <laughs> they they both smelled bad and nobody wanted to eat them. <laughs> nobody wanted to be around them. <laughs> they were annoying. <laughs> Alice walks back into the house with two suitcases. She smiles at them as Mike says, Welcome home, Alice. Mike then takes her suitcases from her. Aww. Liver and onions. Because <laughs> you just want to stab them with a fork and throw them in the garbage. <laughs> uh, now, like, seeing all the kids was just like, eh. But seeing Alice, you're like, Oh, Alice. <laughs> oh, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> Why do they got to make Sam look like a dick, man? Did he like, was it a I case know. where he 
was asked to do the movie and he's like, well, if you're no good to pay me or whatever his voice is, you know, and kind of like with the way they did with Cindy, where they didn't want to pay him a full price or whatever. So he's just like, right. well, you can take it and shove it in your rump roast or whatever. Um, so they just did the mash treatment and made him look like an asshole. Like yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No problem. Yeah. No problem. You don't have to do it. You know what? Fuck this guy. But I, I love the, yeah. When Alice said, that's my husband you're talking about. She does this very soap opera-ish thing where she stands up and walks towards the camera off to the side, just kind of looks <laughs> off. I was like, yes, that is so awesome. I love that. Um, right after, um, I think uh, Carol says snake in the grass. Um, but like, she's like family. Like, <laughs> they had so many episodes where like, Alice, you are family. And now she's even, even now she's admitting, well, you guys were always... You know, like family. Yeah. Right. So she, she just admitted that she never felt like family. <laughs> you were like family, but you made me wear a uniform every day. And <laughs> never had a fucking day off. You forced me to go on these vacations. Mm-hmm. You're, you're like my parents. But only you make me wear my school uniform at home while I'm cleaning up everything after you. Yeah. <laughs> That's like family. So, <laughs> so like Alice, like crying, you're complaining about Sam cheating on her. Like, it's just not funny when there's no laugh track. Mm-mm. Not that there would be a laugh track there, but like it just like has a different tone. Well, usually the old school Alice would have been way over the top, making funny noises when she laughed, blubbering, like I mean, crying. You know, taking yeah, taking somebody's handkerchief and blowing her nose and trying to give it back. That whole shtick, you know. Yeah. But this time it was just sad, Alice. You're just like. It's not funny. Like, yeah, no laugh track. Got fucked over. Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I agree with him. That wasn't funny. <laughs> right, scene six. The next morning, Mike and Carol walk into the kitchen and see Alice hmm. dressed in her old maid's uniform. <laughs> her old maid's uniform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, well, because her husband left her, so yeah. Um, <laughs> Mike looks down at the kitchen table and sees that it's set for six people. Hmm. Mike says, Gosh, I was hungry, but not this hungry. <laughs> he, he chuckles as Alice says, Oh, I set places for Peter, Greg, Bobby, Jan, Marsha, and Cindy. I don't know where my mind is. Mike just laughs. <laughs> Alice gets serious while holding a butter knife and says, Yes, I do. Hmm. It's with that butcher. Oh, shit. Mike, <laughs> Mike looks at her and feels very awkward. He tries to break the tension by saying, how about some nice scrambled eggs? Hmm. Alice says, scrambled eggs. Yes, Mr. Brady. Carol cuts her off and says, Alice, you are not our housekeeper anymore. Oh, shit. And then like her neck moves and she like snaps her fingers up in the air and stuff mm-hmm. and motions for her to sit down at the table. Alice asks, can I even scramble an egg? Carol sits down at the table with some juice and says, after you left, I did all the things you used to do. (laughs) (laughs) Alice goes, yes, you did, didn't you? (laughs) Sure you did. (laughs) Alice panics, takes a seat and says, I knew it. I'm obsolete. Mike, while pouring his own juice, says, Alice... Good friends, not family, good (laughs) friends are never obsolete. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Carol raises her glass and says, you said that right. The friends and they both (laughs) wink at each other. (laughs) 
<laughs> just so we're clear. You understand. And we said friends. Yeah. <laughs> Alice just smiles. When Carol gets up to get something from the fridge, Alice jumps up and asks, are you sure I can't do something to help? Crack them or store, stir them or even leave some shell in like I, like I used to do sometimes? Carol says, Alice, you never did that. Alice, with some panic in her voice, says, Is there, isn't there something I can do? Mike gets up from the table and says, yes, you can stay out of Carol's way. Besides, there's something I want to talk to you about. Mike then leads Alice into the living room. Hmm. I would think that giving Alice something to do would help her take her mind off of her problems. And <laughs> yeah. they're kind of She's like... literally begging. And they're like, nope, you can sit there and think about your thoughts. Like, cool. <laughs> Thank you. alone in your own mind. Exactly. Thank I'm you. I appreciate thinking that. about that butcher. You know, mm. Getting some of that ground round, that rump roast. Yeah, yeah. Some of that other meat pun stuff. <laughs> um, so Dan, Mike's like, yeah, you, uh, you damn sure better wear that uniform. <laughs> Even though you're not our maid anymore, I won't let you do anything. You're going to wear that uniform. <laughs> uh, well, you're in this house. <laughs> but yeah, like Carol didn't have any fucking kids in the house. She's like, after you left. Cause you know, she didn't leave till everybody had fucking graduated. You know, she didn't. <laughs> right. She went oh, when you left, I did everything. Cindy graduated. <laughs> you mean make one person breakfast? You're like, yeah, I'm sure you did, <laughs> you Carol. Did. You did all that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, yeah, that weird window in the kitchen distracted me. Like, yeah, the one that it weird. looked at first, I was like, oh, they put a window over the sink, and I'm like, wait, that's not the sink. The sink's on the island. Like, what the hell? Like, why would you put a window there? <laughs> yeah, so, it was weird. Yeah. Nice architect. <laughs> <laughs> Scene seven. In the living room, Mike looks over his shoulder, puts his arm around Alice and says loudly, really good to have you back, Alice. It's a lot like old times. And he's like, I'm just kidding. It's not. Mike does, <laughs> then sees that he's in the clear and he changes his tone. He whispers, listen, Carol and I were talking last night. And as far as we're concerned, you can stay here as long as you like. Alice smiles. Mike then looks over his shoulder and gets closer to Alice. He whispers, we can still fuck. <laughs> he then like winks at her, looks down in his crotch and winks back like, eh? <laughs> he says, we're going to be gone for a little while, but that's okay. I don't know why he says that, but you know. we trust you to not steal our shit. <laughs> so when you wake up one day and we're not here, it's okay. We're going to be We're gone. not going to drag you like we used to. Like you can actually stay here and relax. <laughs> I was like, where are we going? Like, <laughs> well, I'm booking a trip to Japan. Japan. I've always wanted to go to Japan. Like, what makes you think you're, oh, you always fucking take me. <laughs> but anyway, um, he quickly checks to see if Carol is nearby snooping. Once he sees that she isn't, he goes on. Christmas is coming, right? Alice nods. Soon Mike goes I on. will be. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And then he drives Mike, her into the laundry room. Mike Sorry. goes on. I'm going to treat Carol to a trip to Japan. Alice smiles and says, oh, Mr. Brady, that is beautiful. Mike smiles and whispers, now don't say anything. Alice says, moi? <laughs> they both then head back into the kitchen. Mm. <laughs> I like how Mike knows how snoopy fucking Carol is. Yeah. I like how he keeps having to look over his shoulder because, you know, you can't fucking trust her. 
Yeah. Jeez, Should call peanuts. Carol Peanuts because <laughs> she's so Snoopy or something. I don't know. Anyways, scene eight. We truly are a gift to our show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I try. <laughs> scene eight. As Mike and Alice head back into the kitchen, Mike asks, eggs almost ready? Oh, shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> Kill grabs the plate and says, eggs with a smile. And she sets it down at the table for Mike. Mike says, oh, just the way I like them. Nasty. No. <laughs> oh, just the way I like them. Soft. Carol says, good. Carol then chugs her glass of OJ and says, I think I'll skip breakfast today. I have to be at the real estate office early. Enjoy your breakfast, dear. She then kisses Mike on the cheek. As she starts to head out, she grabs Alice by the arm, professor style, and says, <laughs> Gilligan, I mean, Alice, <laughs> why don't you walk me to the front door? Alice then follows. <laughs> so it's weird that she said she has to be to the real estate office early. Like, I wouldn't say I have to be at the manufacturing plant early. <laughs> I just I, say I, say I have to be at work early. I say that. I say I have to be at L3 <laughs> Harris early. <laughs> but I get it. She wants to show off Dallas that she's working as a real estate agent. She mm-hmm. goes, well, I better go because I have meetings at the real estate office because, you know, I'm a real estate agent. I'm not editing no shitty magazine or anything like that. This is <laughs> I'm not head of the PTA anymore. I'm a real estate agent. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder why Carol decided to wear this. This goes back to, to what I was saying earlier. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would she yeah. choose to get a job? Because she's probably, if you think about it, she's probably sitting at, at home all day. Alice isn't there anymore. The kids isn't there anymore. <laughs> we, we all know that she's on the early episode. She was always a little bit more progressive, trying to do more, trying to, you know, she yeah. wanted to use a brain. She went to college, that kind of stuff. So I, mean, I guess it makes sense that she decided to take on the job, but. It's not like they need the money because they're better off now than they ever were. Um, unless Mike's making the same salary he did in the 60s. <laughs> in which case, they have problems. There's only so much like needlepoint you can do. <laughs> That's true. <clears throat> but funny that none of the house is decorated with needlepoint. Funny how that works, isn't it? An entire house should have been completely walled yeah. with needlepoint. <laughs> needlepoint carpets, everything. <sighs> <sighs> Scene nine. In the living room, Carol looks over her shoulder and makes sure Mike isn't listening. Mm. She says, Mike and I were talking last night, (laughs) and you can stay as long as you want. Alice pretends this is the first time she's heard the news and (laughs) smiles real big. Carol goes on, and since you're here, I'll let you in on a little secret. She double checks to see if Mike is nearby. When she sees he's not, Carol goes on, Christmas is coming, right? And so am I. (laughs) And then she drags Alice to the laundry. <laughs> Tries to like scissor with her. <laughs> Alice nods in shock because she can't believe how identical this conversation is going. Yeah. Carol goes on. Well, I thought I'd surprise Mike with a cruise to Greece. Alice's <laughs> jaw just drops and remains speechless. <laughs> Carol asks, what do you think? Alice giggles and says, I'm speechless. <laughs> she laughs some more and says, that's exactly what I am. Speechless. And even if I couldn't say anything, I couldn't because I'm absolutely and totally speechless. <laughs> Carol says, I knew you'd be delighted, which is a weird word. Delighted? Why would she be Why delighted? Why is she going? <laughs> Alice says, oh, I'm more than delighted. I'm speechless. 
Carol smiles and says, good. Well, bye-bye. <laughs> As Carol heads to the front door to leave for work at the real estate office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a real estate agent. That's true. She stops, looks back at Alice, snaps and says, hopa. Alice plays along and does a little Greek dancing too. Carol continues to dance all the way out the front door. Once the door shuts, Alice has a look in her face as if to say, what am I going to do? Hmm. So I don't know how much you know about geography. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But Greece is in Europe and they're going to sail to Greece from California. (laughs) Well, holy shit. Probably not. Okay. You got to think about, okay. Like, let's say I booked a cruise today. Right. You're going to say, you're going to cruise from Illinois to Hawaii? Like, how? You know, no, I would take a plane down to Florida. <laughs> well, to, to take to a cruise to, to Greece, I think you'd probably have to leave from like Spain or Italy or something. You know what I mean? Like, well, you're not going to cruise, cruise from Florida, like all the way over to fucking Greece. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they most likely should probably take a plane to right. wherever the port is, where it could be in New York or, it could be, you know, who knows? They might Even have to New, fly York, New York, I think it'd be too far. But I don't know, I'm just trying to think know. of something a little closer. I think <laughs> she thinks that they're going to leave from California. I think Carol thinks that. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, man, we're going to be on the boat for like a half a year. <laughs> okay. All right. So this is where we take our next break. So Mike and Carol are both planning a trip for the other. Will they both get what they want? Hmm. Alice? Will one of the kids, no. <laughs> will one of the kids or Alice tell the secret? Oh damn! Will Sam? What? I said, oh damn! <laughs> will Sam get his just desserts for what he did to Alice? Mmm. Mmm. We'll be back. Hey, Gen Xers, get the news and podcasts that matter to you on Rediscover the 80s. Each week, hosts Jason and Wyatt deliver two shows that will connect you with the past. First, listen to the 80s weekly newscast with retro pop culture headlines from the world of movies. They are actually trying to reboot The Naked Gun with Liam Neeson. Streaming. Transformers Earth Spark. What did you think, man? It looked interesting, but it looks like it's another spin-off of the uh, Rescue Bots. Collectibles and more. They made Tina Turner into a Barbie. Then listen to Memory Jogger, featuring memories from the 80s and early 90s. We're going to spin the old randomizer tonight. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's spin it. <laughs> oh, a big one. Transformers and GoBots. Star Wars. Ooh, we might be here a while. <laughs> Robin Ooh. Williams. What a tribute. Yeah, Robin Williams. Ooh, oh, grandparents. Michael, Michael J. Fox. Fox. PSA commercials. PSA commercials. Ooh, okay. Listen to both shows now on Rediscover the 80s. Search now in popular listening apps or stream from your browser at rediscoverthe80s.com. The 80s Weekly and Memory Jogger. Two shows that will help you rediscover the 80s. And we 
we are <laughs> back. <laughs> Man, that was a good break. <laughs> yeah, would you would you you know like what'd you do? Well, you know, like I always say, when you're not a seven, you're an you're eight. An eight. <laughs> yes. Uh, what did, what did you do? No, I just sat here and watched okay. you urinate. So <clears throat> last week you mentioned about um that you really enjoy cooking on Thanksgiving. So did you take yeah. my advice and, and cook today? No. Why not? Well, one, I can't afford it. So, <laughs> but thanks for bringing that up. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just couldn't afford it. Plus we have all these leftovers. So, you know, Oh, that's true. You did get leftovers. Yeah. yeah. What we did was, um, we woke up this morning and did the whole thing again. Yeah. Did it two days in a row. We had the whole full-on turkey dinner, and we all sat at the table here and ate like a family and everything. And yeah, it was pretty mm, nice. Nice. What yeah. is, so like? What do you cook at your Thanksgiving dinner? Um, Lunch. The normal stuff. Um, like obviously turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, we had corn. We had cornbread. Um, some kind of cornbread casserole that Megan made. Um, hmm. Gravy. Uh, like two or three different kinds of rolls, like just stuff like that. Just nice. You know. Sounds good. Yeah. Hmm. Hell yeah. When you cook a turkey, do you cook it in the oven or do you cook it in a turkey roaster? In the oven. Oh, because we have a, like a special turkey. It looks like a really, really big um, crock pot that we cook the turkey. Yeah. Oh. No, I've never done that before. I just, I was, cook it slow for the first few hours and then I turn the heat up later. So. Because that, that way, um, that way the oven's free to cook other things. Yeah. That's, that's the way like her mom does it. Her aunts do it. That We all use turkey roasters. One house I used to have, we had like the Brady's. We had the built-in ovens in the wall. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I used to have like two ovens, which was fantastic for Thanksgiving. Mm. Oh, I loved it. It was great. That's cool. That's mm-hmm. neato. Mm-hmm. So, so what do you, what do you like this time of year? We're gearing up into the holidays. We're getting into the holiday yeah. season. So what are some holiday stuff that you like to do leading uh, up into Christmas? I f- fucking love Christmas. I love Christmas time. I love to watch Christmas movies, Christmas episodes of TV shows or whatever, mm-hmm. or listen to Christmas music. Still haven't put up the tree yet, but we'll probably do it um, this weekend. Um, I just love everything about the season. It's just so nice. Wonderful. Listen to Christmas so, music in the car. Oh, man. So you do basically all the above? You just, anything yeah. Christmas you do? Yeah. Yeah. So now that you're in Illinois and there might be snow, are you going to go out and like mm. go sledding and stuff like that? Or Christmas caroling? You can go Christmas caroling? <laughs> well, you can go Christmas caroling. You don't have to be in Illinois to go Christmas caroling. No, because the song says Christmas caroling in the snow. It says that in one what of the songs? songs. I don't know. Name the song. Sing the line. <laughs> I can't remember right now. Well, just sing it if you don't remember the name of the song. It's okay. Just sing Christmas it. Christmas caroling in the snow. Something like that. Isn't mm-hmm. it? It's beginning to look like, like Christmas. Don't they say caroling in the snow? <sighs> You're going to make me look this up, aren't you? It's <laughs> beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Toys in every store. Pretty sight to see is the holly that will be on your own front door. Yeah, it's the, I guess there's one call. song called Caroling, Caroling. Okay. Caroling, Caroling, now we go. Christmas bells are ringing. Caroling, Caroling, through the snow. Oh. Christmas bells are ringing. Okay, okay. 
joyous voices, sweet and clear. Sing the sad okay. of hearts to cheer. Ding dong. <laughs> Ding dong. Christmas bells are ringing. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. You proved me wrong. You feel good? Caroling, caroling through the... T- <laughs> you were waiting for that. <laughs> Do what? <laughs> so you were waiting on that. That's funny. Because <laughs> I could see you going like really tentatively going, okay. <laughs> but no, it's just, good. it's a different feeling when you're up around snow and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. The, the crisp in the air doesn't... Sp- it's not really Christmassy for for me. It's a nostalgia from childhood, <laughs> just because I used to live up north when I was a small oh, kid. Yeah. So, but did you go up there for Christmas time? What here? Yeah, yeah. I did once. Yeah. Oh, okay. But that's not nice. so much so, here, but just being up north in the cold and snow and all that. So, but I mean, well, like, I guess that's what I'm asking. Like, how much time when you were a kid did you spend up north in the snow? Because I thought you only went up like in the summer. Oh well, yeah, but you you also got to remember too. Before I moved, before we moved to Florida, we lived in a lot of other states too. We lived. Oh, okay. in, I lived in Illinois a few times in a few different parts of Illinois. Okay. I lived in North Carolina for a year. I lived in. Uh, I remember I lived when I was in the Navy. I was stationed in Groton, Connecticut, for true, yeah. like a year and a half. Um, and that is a cold you don't ever want to feel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I didn't have a car then. And we like walked everywhere on base. The fuck? Yeah, it was cold. And I swear um, to God, this is not a joke. Like when we went to school, because I was in sub school up there, like it literally was uphill both ways and in the snow. <laughs> like no shit. Like it, I don't know how, but the terrain was, it was literally uphill both ways. Wow, okay. Yeah. So when I walked to sub school, it was uphill both ways in the snow. So when you were at, when when you went to sub school, did they have a, like a yearbook? <laughs> no, no, because um, somewhere I don't know if I have it. Or my sister has it. When my brother, when my brother, um, when my brother Rick graduated from whatever kind of schooling he went to in the Navy, they had yeah. a yearbook, and we had it for the longest time. And you flip through it, and it shows like candid shots of them doing different training and stuff. And well, I mean, first of all, there's difference in schooling. So sub school is just sub school. It's not very long. It's like I don't even remember how long it was. A few weeks. That's really about it. Um, but then you have like a school, and that could be anywhere from six months to a year and a half. To it depends on what you're going to school for. Okay. So if you're going to be in like a school for like a year and a half or something, I could see doing something like that. What happens if you fail? Um, if you fail, then they can, you can try for a different rate or a different job. Okay. So, right on. Um, yeah. are you going to decorate the outside of your house with lights and all that or no? I thought about it, but eh, probably not. Why not? Because then it snows and the lights like come through the snow and stuff. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's neat. I guess. I mean, if I did anything, I would do like just the porch area. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know yet. We'll see. Right on. It's cool. I got to decorate the outside of mine this weekend. But now I have extra lights because the tree, the lights that were on the tree last year, I can put on either trees outside or bushes outside this year. So that's hmm. cool. It's nice. Just cinch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Hell yeah. So you ready to get back into this? I sh- yes, I actually am. <laughs> people, should, uh, people should email us and tell us how they're decorating their houses this year. 
Yeah. yeah. If you mm. have a unique idea or something like that, like it doesn't have to be Brady Bunch. It's not like, <laughs> you know, having Mike Brady out there with Christmas lights, it's not going to be like that. But just, you know, if you have something unique that you're doing, it's kind of fun and just, you know, yeah. kind of quirky, just, you know, email us. Yeah. Send us some pictures if you got it. If we would have had more time and thought about it, we could have had like a, like a Christmas decorating contest, gave out like a box set or something. Hmm. How cool would that have been? Are you officially announcing the contest right now? No. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> we don't have enough time to put it together now, but yeah, that would have been true. fun. Oh, maybe next year. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So when we left off, Mike is planning a Christmas trip for Carol to Japan. Wouldn't it be Carol, funny if he's not going? <laughs> <laughs> if he's just sending sending Carol to Japan and he's going to stay at home with Alice. That's awesome. <laughs> well, Carol is secretly planning a Christmas trip to Greece for Mike. All the kids know, including Alice, but they can't give away the other secret. Oh, what shit. What will become of this sticky situation? I don't know. But we're going to find out. Scene mm-hmm. 10. Later, Mike arrives in town to the here and there travel agency. Hmm. Mike spots a man and says, hiya, Donald. Donald says, <laughs> <laughs> so I was gonna, I was gonna try to do a Donald Duck impression. It would just been funny. I knew yeah. what you gonna do. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Mike. As they walk down a hall to a cubicle, Mike asks, "I bet you can't guess why I'm here." <laughs> Donald says, "You, you, you want to go somewhere?" <laughs> Mike says, "Oh, who told you?" <laughs> Donald just laughs. <laughs> Mike says, <laughs> "Get out your Asian prefer- brochures." Look under J for Japan. (laughs) I've just drawn the money out of my account. As they have a seat at Donald's cubicle, he says, you've got it. Then all of a sudden, Hmm. Carol walks into here in their travel agency too. She sees a woman travel agent and the woman offers her to sit down in the cubicle right next to the one that Mike is in. Hmm. Carol says, I've never been here before. I know this is the agency my husband always uses. I'm Mrs. Mike Brady. (laughs) The woman says, oh, is that supposed to mean something? (laughs) Were you waiting for an applause? (laughs) No, the woman says. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Mrs. Mike Brady, everybody. (laughs) Everybody, come over here. Come over here. This is Mrs. Mike Brady. Should I start a slow clap? Like... (laughs) And then everybody in the travel agency starts clapping. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) No, the woman says, and I'm Mrs. Crane. I'd be delighted to help you. Mrs. Hmm. Crane takes a stab as to why Carol would be at the travel agency and asks, no, tells her Hmm. you're planning a trip. (laughs) Carol, who doesn't seem at all surprised as to how Mrs. Crane guessed that, just simply smiles and says yes to Greece. The reason I came in is because I'm going to surprise my husband. Carol looks through her purse and says, well, I have a deposit here from our special account and I do hope it's enough. Carol hands Mrs. Crane a check. Mrs. Crane asks, you don't mind if I verify this with the bank, do you? Carol says, oh, no, not at all. Carol just sits back as Mrs. Crane calls the bank. Hmm. Meanwhile, in the cubicle next door, Mike looks through a brochure of Japan. Back to Carol. She looks at the globe next to her and spins it around. She says, Greece, there you are, you little devil. Hmm. She then sings a little Greek tune. Go, Greece, lighten it. No. 
<laughs> How awesome would that have been, though? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Just kind of funny because when they did that Grease live on TV thing or whatever, mm. fucking Jan Brady was in that scene with Grease Lightning. Remember? She played <laughs> the she oh played no, the, yeah, yeah. the mechanic teacher or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what well, E plot, I should say, not Jan Brady. <laughs> <laughs> just then. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> We're so juvenile, I swear. This <laughs> shit was funny. Oh, my God. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going, man. Thank you. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> trying to. Whew, okay. Just then, Mrs. Crane gets off the phone with the bank. She turns back to Carol and says, with the snootiest of toods, <laughs> it seems you have a balance of $8 in your special account. Bitches only turn up with their friends. I can't make this shit up, bitch. Carol chuckles and says, oh, that's impossible. That's our special savings account. That's the money for our cruise to Greece. Mrs. Crane, who has zero empathy and gives zero fucks, simply says, well, thanks for stopping by, Mrs. Brady. If that's your name. Bitches only turn up with their friends. Yeah. I can't make this shit up, bitch. Carol, now picking up the shitty attitude, stands up, snatches a check back, and says, Of course that's my name. I'm Carol motherfucking Brady, bitch. <laughs> you don't know me. Bitches only turn up with their friends. <laughs> I can't make this shit up, bitch. I am Mrs. Mike Brady, and I suggest you call that bank back again. There has to be some sort of mistake. Mike has now overheard Carol say this. Mrs. Crane argues and says, no, there's no mistake. The mm. bank said that that money was withdrawn just a little while ago. Carol says, by whom? Mrs. Crane says, by the other joint account holder. Carol says, but that's my husband. She thinks for a second and says, somebody took our money. Somebody <laughs> is pretending to be my husband. That fucking Alice. <laughs> Just then, Mike stands up and reveals himself in the cubicle next door. He says, hi there. I'm the man pretending to be your husband. <laughs> Carol, not picking up what's happening, says, Mike, all of our money is gone. And I came in here to surprise you with a trip. <laughs> Mike says, honey, why do you think I'm here? Dumbass. <laughs> Mike goes on. Carol, did you ever read O. Henry's Gift of the Magi? Carol chuckles and asks, you mean? Mike says, yes. Carol laughs and says, 
Oh, Mike. They then <laughs> hug between the cubicle walls. Carol then turns to the bitch crane and says, I told you I was Miss Mike Brady, bitch. <laughs> and it picks up Mike and drops him. <sighs> Mrs. Crane awkwardly smiles. And then Carol walks out looking at Crane like a motherfucking boss. Bitches only turn up with their friends. <laughs> I can't make this shit up, bitch. Mm. So I'm confused about the line. The reason I came in is because it's going to be a surprise for my husband. Right. Why does she have to justify that as if like Mrs. Crane is going to ask, why are you here and not your husband? (laughs) (laughs) To me, it was almost like, I mean, I was hoping it would be a joke (laughs) because they play on that in the parody movies. You know, like they know each other so well. It's almost like Carol's used to everybody just knowing them like. (laughs) <laughs> like, Mrs. Brady, why are you here and not Mike? You know, that kind of thing. <clears throat> That's the way I took it. Like, she felt the need to explain, oh, oh, the reason I'm here and not my husband is because I'm going to surprise him. Otherwise, of course, he would do this. <laughs> It'd be funny if, you know, because Mike was like, didn't you ever read Gift of the Magi? And Carol's would be like, you fucking bought my hairbrushes? <laughs> <laughs> Did it have pictures? <laughs> then I didn't read it. <laughs> But uh, I read that in high school. I, I thought that was a good story. But, Boom. Yeah. They just happened to have Japan on the window when he walked up. I thought that was kind of funny. It says in big bold letters, Japan. Like, I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> they were playing like Asian music too when yeah. he walked in. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Surprised they didn't have the dude from last week jump out. Bomb Dimmer coming in with the glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling Carol uh, really wanted to go and not Mike. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think Mike gives two shits about Greece. And that was all 100% Carol because she's all singing songs and shit about it. Um, <laughs> um, so what, like, well, I mean, going back to that, like, like, look how excited Carol is to go to Greece to yeah. bring Mike to Greece, like to the point where she's like, Opa and singing songs and shit. Yeah. But with Mike, like he hasn't once made any kind of Japanese, like he's not walking out going, Kanichiwa or whatever. Like he's not, he's not doing any of that shit because he doesn't really want to, he doesn't really give a shit. Like, so what was the point um, of this whole storyline thing? Like what, like, <laughs> like the whole thing about the whole trips in it. Like what was the point of all that? Well, I mean, was all that just to establish that they had a surplus of money in their account? Is that the whole reason? <laughs> well, I think, I mean, spoiler alert. So they decided not to go on the trips and right. just instead to spend the money on flying all the kids out. Right. But I mean, they could have easily said, man, I've been working so hard and you've been working all so hard. You know, we don't even have time to take a take a vacation like we wanted. You know what we should do? Have the kids come here. Boom. You just saved like 20 minutes off the movie. So so you just want them to shoot an episode of <laughs> I mean, they could have shortened it. Punch? I mean, I just I I guess I'm just not into the the needless wasting of 25 minutes to explain something that could have been explained in a scene. I don't know. Just <laughs> but then we wouldn't have an episode today. <laughs> yeah, I guess, man. I don't know. It just seemed a little bit, you know, for, they could have done better writing. It felt like lazy writing. To well, me. all this is kind of lazy writing. I think. It is. Yeah, yeah. This is not normal Brady Bunch writing, even no. though it was written by Sherwood Schwartz and Lloyd. But hmm. I don't know. Um, right. Who the fuck is this crane? Who the fuck she thinks she is? She thinks she's Miss Motherfucking Crane. So she is tight. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, what a bitch. 
So plus, it, like the line where she says, "If that is your real name," that was really in the show. Like that wasn't something we added. Like well, she's plus, like, "Well, have a good day, Mrs. Brady, if that's even your name." <laughs> plus, like if this was real, I yeah. would argue that Carol may have like a lawsuit on her hands because me and you have been on the other side. We've worked at stores and stuff. Yeah. And when you, if somebody gives me a check as a, as a, a store owner, whatever, I have the option of calling the bank and saying, Hey, will this check clear? <clears throat> and at no time have I ever done that and had the bank go, Oh, hell yeah. They got like $458 and 37 cents in their account. They, they can't do that. Like they can't tell <laughs> right. you that it's either a yes or no question. Yes, that will be covered or no, it will not be covered. The fact that she knew that she had $8 in her account, I would argue that might be a lawsuit. The bank can't be telling people how much you have in your account. That's, right. How much can't is say in there? That. Yeah. And well, who take, did anybody take money out of their account recently? Well, right, yes, right. somebody came in earlier today. Cool. The other, and this was all yeah. to a travel agent. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of information. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> good point. <laughs> all good points. <laughs> Scene eleven. Later that night at home, Alice and Carol sit in the living room. Mike comes in with drinks and says, "Alice." Why didn't you tell us that each of us were planning a different trip? <laughs> Alice says, well, you both told me it was a secret, and I can't work for people who can't trust me to keep a secret. Carol says, Alice, you don't work for us. If you think we're paying you, you've got another thing coming. Damn. We've had to shell out a shitload of money for a trip. Thinking we're going to pay you for coming here because your husband left you? Shit. Bitch, I don't think so. It's not my fault you can't keep a butcher satisfied. <laughs> you probably didn't even try any butt stuff. That's probably <laughs> what the younger chick does. Butt stuff. That's where it ain't, right, honey? Butt stuff. Butt stuff, bitch. She probably didn't even take those ass Turn up with their friends. What? I can't make this shit up, what? bitch. <laughs> Sorry, what? I said she probably didn't even tickle his asshole. <laughs> probably not. I mean, not even once. Just, just like, just to the first knuckle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh, she said something like that. <laughs> <sighs> Alice says, well, then I can't be friends with people who can't trust me to keep a secret. Mm -hmm. True. Mike then says, Alice, what do you think? Greece or the Orient? <laughs> Alice says, you folks have had such great times on vacation. I ought to know. You made me go on every single one of them, <laughs> even when I didn't want to. Hell, I was even on your fucking honeymoon. Mm. I don't think... I don't think it matters where you go. Carol says, you know, Mike, she's right. Remember our camping trip? Mike asks, which one? Carol says, from season one, episode eight, the camping <laughs> we will go. <laughs> the one where the boys almost got eaten by a bear, quote, bear. Yeah. Mike just laughs and says, oh, how could I forget? We are now treated to a flashback from season one, episode eight, a camping we will go. The scene where Marsha and Jan project a fake bear on the boys' tent. Boys all freak out and run out of the tent. Oh, that was a cool flashback. Yeah. I remember when we did season one, episode eight. So they go up to the tent and 
I think Jan has a flashlight. She's pointing the flashlight at the side of the boys' tent from the outside. Marsha grabs a silhouette of a bear because, you know, you can never go camping without packing your silhouette of a bear. And it's a perfectly cut silhouette, by the way. Okay, so (laughs) I have something about that. (laughs) Go ahead. So, um, how do you not see your finger holding it? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and an arm and also the, the shape of two girls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good points. All good points. Um, like, wouldn't you think, like, you would think that they would look at it and go, oh my gosh, there's a bear seeming to hover outside of our tent. Like, like it's not on the ground. It's, it's not, not moving anything right. except its and whole it's body. Not, like, there's, there's light under it. Which means it's hovering <laughs> up in the air. <laughs> it must have hung itself right. or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not so to laugh about. The silhouette. No, no it's not. <laughs> the silhouette is now shining on the boys' tent. So Bobby wakes up and sees the outline of the bear, and uh, freaks out and wakes everyone up. A bear! A bear! There's a bear outside. The boys <laughs> all pile out of the tent and catch the girls and chase them back into their tent. Right. The tent falls down. Carol crawls out and says, okay, so you finally got what you wanted. Togetherness. <laughs> Go ahead. Why is it Mike helping when the tent falls down? Like, I, I think just you should laughing. never put a plastic bag over your head. <laughs> Why? What? That's made of like a plasticky, like fabric looking stuff. So when it falls, can't they not breathe? <laughs> no, they can. It's more of a cloth. Yeah, but Caleb's but watching going. Breathe. There's still air in there. He's just laughing and laughing. Like, he doesn't know if anybody's hurt. <laughs> the kids went running in there right. to begin with, with the intent on like doing whatever to each other. The mom is in there. Alice is in there. Her freaking hair curlers are in there. Yeah. Like somebody could have gotten there, but he's just <laughs> laughing it up. So. Um, Hmm. Oh yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that was neat. Yeah. Scene twelve. <laughs> After the flashback, Mike says, "You know what made those trips so special?" Carol says, "The whole family together." Oh. Mike says, "Yeah, almost every year, some of the kids come back and some don't." Like, Thanks for it. To him. <laughs> he means from the camping trips, you know, get eaten by bears. <laughs> Mike thinks for a second and says, What if this year? Carol says, Yeah. Mike goes on, Everybody came back for Christmas. Mm. Carol asks, Even Tiger? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, What about Fluffy? <laughs> Fluffy, she coming back too. <laughs> Carol asks, husbands, wives? Mike says, yeah, yeah. Grandkids, everybody. Carol smiles and asks, what better way to spend our vacation money? Alice, now with a look of shock on her face, asks, all those people in this house at one time? She looks at the folks and says, boy, if I worked here, I'd want a raise. Mike and Carol just laugh. (laughs) Scene 13. Yes. Meanwhile, at Marsha's house, Marsha is chasing around her son and daughter, Mickey and Jessica. Mickey is chasing her sister, Jessica, around with a water gun. Marsha yells, stop squirting your sister. Mickey says, I got to get Jessica wet. Marsha says, brothers aren't supposed to get their sisters wet. 
The boy retorts, shit, that's not what I heard about you and Uncle Greg. (laughs) (laughs) That's awful. No. She didn't say that. Marcia says, you don't have to get her wet. Mickey says, yes, I do. (laughs) And Greg's like, right on. (laughs) My man. Greg's like, I can tell you how that happens. (laughs) No, no. Jessica, while hiding behind Marcia, says, Mom, make him stop. Marcia puts her hand on her son's head and says, Mickey, do you remember when you put chewing gum in your sister's sneakers? She then reminds him, no TV for a whole week. Mickey thinks for a second and says, this is worth it, and then squirts the shit out of his sister. (laughs) Marcia screams from getting wet as Mickey chases Jessica in a circle around Marcia. (sighs) Just then the phone rings. Marcia says, you're lucky I have to answer the phone, young man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Marcia picks up the phone and it's Carol on the other end. Carol says, hi, Marcia. Marcia, while still dealing with her kids, says, "Uh, hi, mom. How are you? Carol says, oh, fine. How are things going? Marcia says, good. How are you? <laughs> it seemed like they went back and forth too much. <laughs> Marcia, now wrapped up in the phone cord and her kids running around her, still says, Oh, same as always. Carol says, Oh, well, tell Mickey to stop chasing Jessica. <laughs> Marcia now grabs the squirt gun from Mickey and raises it above her head out of reach. Marcia says, Kids, Gilligan. <laughs> Carol then Gilligan. says, Marcia, your father and I have a plan. Marcia says, yeah. Carol goes on, well, remember how I told you I was going to take a trip to Greece? Marcia says, right. And then dad called and he said that Carol cuts her off and says, scratch both trips. Instead, we want to send everybody airline tickets to come join us for the Christmas holidays. Your family, your brothers and sisters, everybody. Marcia asks, everybody? Even Tiger? (laughs) What about Fluffy? Carol says, yep, even Mickey. What the fuck? What? That's a grandkid. <laughs> what the fuck? Of course him. God, that's a fucked up thing to say. Marcia giggles. Even that little asshole. <laughs> Carol asks, well, what do you say? Marcia says, well, I'd say that sounds absolutely great. Let me check with Wally when he gets home to see if he can get time off. He can. <laughs> Spoiler alert, he's he's available. Yeah, he's available. (laughs) Just then, Wally walks in the front door carrying a box of stuff. Marcia greets him by saying, hi, honey. Wally says, hi, my life. (laughs) (laughs) My life is over. Marcia confused. I don't know, that's trippy, it's funny. Marcia confused by the situation, picks up the squirt gun, still in her hand, and says, mom, let me... uh, but then realizes just a squirt gun and then puts the phone to her ear and says, Mom, I'll call you right back. She then hangs up the phone and walks to her husband. Marcia walks over to Wally, still holding a box of his stuff, and asks, What's the matter? Wally says, Oh, I don't know where to begin. Marcia says, Well, is there anything I can do to help? Wally looks down at his dick and then up at her. And then back down to his dick. (laughs) Now, (laughs) Wally says, there's nothing anyone can do. 
He walks over and sets his box down. <clears throat> yeah, I thought it was like even Nikki. What kind of fucked up line is that? Like, what a bitch. <laughs> God. Because he's nothing but a pain in the ass. Wally has a mullet. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, so, like, did he get fired or does he always carry cardboard boxes of shit around from his desk? Like, like I don't know. What surprises me, especially you'll see in the next scene, is <laughs> how Marsha has not put two and two together yet. Well, that's the weird thing is it's like if I came home from work carrying a cardboard box with all the shit from my desk, the first thing Megan would ask me was, what's all that in the box? Like what, what happened? Oh, I see what like, you're saying. Like, does he like, always oh, come home with a box carrying a bunch of shit. shit home in a box again? Like what? what? <laughs> in the middle of the day. <laughs> Scene 14. Back at the Brady house, Carol and Alice are drinking coffee. The phone rings. Carol picks it up and says, wow, that was fast. Just then we see a man in his office on the other line. He says, pardon me. Carol laughs and says, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were my daughter. The man laughs and says, oh, I haven't been somebody's daughter for as long as I can remember. Hmm. It's Ted Roberts. Carol says, of course, Mr. Roberts. How are you? Ted says, well, I could be happier if you could do me a favor. Carol says, hey, bucko, you said that. That was just <laughs> one time if I introduced you to Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, she didn't say. Uh, <laughs> Ted goes on. It's concerning the land your office sold me. The property on 34th and Oak. Carol says, certainly. Ted goes on. You know, I hired your husband as an architect. Carol proudly boasts a perfect man for the job. Ted says, well, the perfect man and I are having a difference of opinion. I thought you might talk to him about it. Now, Tack. Hmm. Carol actually says, I don't know if you're going to believe this, but this is, this is saying something about Carol. This is some, this is some honest to God growth in the character, right? Some progression, right? Carol says, well, I don't think I should meddle in my husband's business. Shut up. Yeah. yeah. No, it was her. Like it was her lips moving and everything. It might've been Alice talking, but I doubt it, but it was her saying it. Ted now drops some hard facts and says, you meddled enough when you recommended him. Oh, shit. Damn. You know, that was that kind of comeback that he was like, ooh, that felt good. Oh, man. <laughs> I bet he's, her feelings are hurt right now from saying that. Carol says, well, that's true, but Ted cuts her off and gets down to business. He says, now, your firm handles a lot of industrial properties. I have done business with Advantage Properties in the past. I am doing business in the present. That only leaves the future. Mm. Carol now getting a little snarky says, I think I understand. Ted goes on. The plans are within building and safety code requirements. But Mike is insisting on additional structural modifications that are unnecessary and might I add very expensive. Mm. Carol says, look, Mr. Rogers Roberts, <laughs> look, Mr. Roberts. I don't think I'm qualified to discuss structural modifications. Ted says, oh, are you qualified to discuss losing a major account for your company? Oh, shit. Oh, damn. That was another way he's like, oh, oh two in a row. Damn. Carol now realizing she can't win, just sighs. Ted ends the call by saying, good day, and hangs up. Mm. 
Or for those of you who watch Spirited, good afternoon. Okay. I don't mean anything to you because you don't watch it, but people out there no. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> After Carol hangs up, Alice, while sitting on a row machine, asks, that wasn't Marsha calling you back, was it? <laughs> Carol scoffs and says, no. And then just sighs. <sighs> like that. Mm-hmm. So you get the full Damn. effect. We got ourselves a little villain here. We do have ourselves mm. a little villain here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, first off, why the hell did Alice bring a cup of coffee from the family room into the kitchen? <laughs> she just was like, because she get made the coffee in the kitchen. Right. But she went in the family room because she's like, man, I remember when I wasn't allowed in but here. No, anymore. she brought Carol a cup of coffee. No, no, I got you. And she brought it because she's on the phone, you know. She walks in there and is like, I remember when I didn't used to be allowed to be in here. Like, oh, we got <laughs> exercise equipment and yeah, shit yeah. now. And then came back in the kitchen and was like, oh, here's your coffee. Hmm. I don't I, know. I'm not going to lie. I was I was, I was, was actually hoping that Alice would get kind of like launched off the rowing machine or something. I was kind of hoping they would do something <laughs> like that. Like her pulling back really hard and then her not straining and then being launched off the rowing machine. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um if they did all those improvements, why the hell did they keep that wood paneling? Really? Hmm. It's the eighties. Oh God. Wood paneling was the upgrade. Plus, I mean, Mike, Mike can't insist on anything. If it's not mandatory to have those structural improvements, <laughs> the client can say no. Mike can argue all he wants, but he's going to get his ass fired because he has no say in it. If hmm. it's not mandatory, the customer doesn't have to pay for it. That's true. It's true. So, but I mean, now I was going to say, well, it depends on how close they are, but they're not close. So they just yeah. met. So I don't know what the fuck Mike is thinking. No, no, we're going to do these. Uh, no, you're going to get your ass fired. Like, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? You last can't time force I checked, to do it. Last time I checked, you work for me. I hired exactly. you. So <laughs> it's like going to Walmart or something <laughs> to get employees walking around putting shit in your cart. And you're like, no, no, no. I insist. No, I suggest, I suggest putting garlic in this. <laughs> And then you having a Megan, can you talk to your, your guy over here at the supermarket? He's insisting that I buy this. Like, no, <laughs> what the fuck. <laughs> Good point. But you know, we can't just end the villain now. I mean, so now he's part of the, sh- the story, I guess, so. <laughs> but I understand why he's, I'm kind of siding with the villain. Like, <laughs> no, he's, he's, the fuck? Great points. Exactly. Like that's, you need to talk to your husband. Cause he's insisting I buy something I don't need. Like, that's a con right there. That's that's literally <laughs> what that is. <laughs> Scene 15. Back at Marsha's house, while he sits on the couch looking defeated while Marsha sits to console him. Mickey, sitting next to him, grabs a toy and says, Come on, Dad, let's play with my toys. While he looks at the toy and says, Ugh, our bestseller. He then gets up and says, Ugh, toys. As he angrily walks to the kitchen, he says, I don't ever want to hear that word again. Jessica says, did you say one of your bad words again? Mickey says, all I said was toys. Wally from the other room yells out, don't say that word. Marsha, still having no clue on what possibly could have happened at work, even though it's early in the day and he's home, (laughs) carrying a box of his stuff from work, she asks, honey, did something happen at work? <sighs> so it's a good thing you're cute. <laughs> <laughs> Wally walks out of the kitchen and says, I don't know. I wasn't at work this afternoon. He let me go this morning. 
Marsha, still needing confirmation, asks, the Tyler Toy Company fired you? (laughs) While he says, that's right. The Tyler Toy Company fired me from senior as senior salesman of the... No, I don't know. (laughs) That's right. I won't be going there tomorrow or ever. Marsha says, you know, like, what about the day after that? (laughs) (laughs) No. The kids run up to console him as Mickey says, great. Now all of us can play with toys. (laughs) Jessica says, daddy doesn't like that word anymore. Wally goes on. I mean, I gave them my best. I did 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 my fucking best. I did my 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 best. I established markets they've never had before. Then there's a merger and a consolidation, and I'm gone. Marsha, trying to cheer him up, says, You're a great salesman, honey. You'll get another job. Wally says, Fine. But until then, where do we get the money to live on? I mean, we hardly have anything in the bank. Jessica steps forward and says, Here, Dad. Here's my allowance. She holds out some money. Jessica now turns to Mickey and says, Give him yours. Mickey says, no way. (laughs) Wally now squats down at the kid's height and says, now wait a second. I don't want you kids to worry about this, okay? We'll work it out. Marsha asks, well, do you want to hear some good news? Wally says, only if we won the lottery. Marsha says, my folks have invited us to their house for Christmas. They're buying plane tickets for Greg and his family, for Philip and Jan, Peter, Bobby, Cindy, and us. Jessica says, great, we get to see Grandma and Grandpa and all of our aunts and uncles, because that's what a normal child would say. (laughs) (laughs) Wally, not surprised by his response, says, well, I can't go. I mean, I can't let everyone know I don't have a job. (sighs) That's that's his thought. (laughs) Marcia stops for a moment, looks at her loving husband and says, but we're going. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Wally argues. No, we're not. Oh, damn. I know. Marsha argues back. She says, we're going. Oh, shit. Wally retorts and says, no, we're not. Oh, damn. No, it it gets wild. Mickey gets excited and says, boy, a fight. Marsha looks at her son and says, no, it's not. Wally argues that and says, yes, it is. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Wally then walks off in anger. Marsha follows him and asks, where are you going, Wally? And they walk out of the room, continuing to fight or not fight or whatever. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I put, I put down, wow, what a bitch. But Jessica? I can't remember why. I, no, I can't remember why I put that. <laughs> okay. I don't know either. Um. But why did he, why did she say the Tyler toy cup? Why did she specify that? I don't know. I'm trying to think of it like in reality. Like if you came to me and said, I got fired today, would I say Harris fired you? Maybe. I don't know. Well, you wouldn't say what from Harris? Yes. Like what the fuck? <laughs> yes. No, from Walgreens. Like, of course, Harris. <laughs> um, yeah, I was kind of surprised he, he should have been worried about finding a job, not about whether or not people find out. 
Well, no, I, I get where he's coming from. Like, he's going to have to go around to his in-laws, all of mm-hmm. his, like, brothers and sisters-in-law, and, like, this whole side of the family, which is her family. And they're going to be like, hey, how's Tyler Toy Company treating you there, Wally? And he's going to be like, oh, I got fired. He's going to have to say it, like, a hundred times. And then True, everybody's going to go, what are you going to do now? I don't know. I'm here on this fucking trip. But what should be more important is how he's going to supply Christmas presents and pay the bills for his kids as opposed to his own ego, as opposed to his own ego, having to answer the question, you know, about him getting fired. Like, that's where I was going with it. Like, that's his number one. Like, what? That'd be embarrassing. Uh, Yeah. And it's probably your kids probably get hungry, too. How about that? Like, that should be more than your fucking embarrassment. He brings it up, too. He said, what are we going to live on? What are we going to do? Yeah. That just and irritated then, me. That was and then first she's like, I have some exciting news. We get to go spend Christmas with my family now. Right. But, but when she like, says that, when he says that, or when she says it, rather, he comes back with, well, I don't want to go because I'll have to explain everything. Uh, mm-hmm. Or you don't want to go because you have to find a fucking job. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, screw whether or not you have to tell people stuff. That shouldn't be important right now. But I, anyways. I'm, I'm totally on his side. I'm, I'm a Wally mm-hmm. side for this. Like, first of all, that's not exciting news. As, like, the husband? Well, the fact oh. that you don't have to pay for it is, yeah. <laughs> My family is inviting us to spend Christmas. Oh, goody. That's exciting <laughs> for you and maybe the kids, but it's not exciting for me. Like, <laughs> I haven't even seen half of your family since the wedding. Right. You know? <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, it came across to me as being pretty selfish. Like, selfish, I'd be embarrassed. So. Well, yeah, and we're going to get hungry. So, it really should be about you finding a job, <laughs> not about you being embarrassed. But, well, right, I, I kind of see Marsha kind of being the one that's selfish. Like, well, that's why I put. Well, I sucks. think that's why I put. Wow, what a bitch! <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I say, like, well, it's actually not, we're not working, and we don't know what we're going to do for our next mm-hmm. paycheck. But um, hey, let's go on a trip, though. Like, because no. you can tell she's used to just being handed shit to her by her parents. <laughs> right, that's okay. My my mom and dad have money. Yeah, they'll, get, they'll just give us money. Aren't you like thirty eight? What are you talking about? Like. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. scene 16. Meanwhile, at Advantage Properties, mm-hmm. Carol is in her office doing real estate stuff. Mm-hmm. The phone rings and she picks up and says, Carol Brady here. How can I help you? Greg on the other line says, well, you've been helping me for years. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Carol smiles and says, Greg, how are you? Greg says, fine, mom. You know, right after you called the other day, dad called. Carol says, yeah, I know. I know. Look, it's all been squared away. Do you have a minute? Greg says, I have. He looks at his watch and says, but Mrs. Powell may not. Carol gets right to the point and says, your father and I want to send airline tickets to you, Nora and Kevin to join us for the holidays. All of the kids will be here. Greg asks, even Cindy. I think I heard that Cindy won't be there. Maybe just a rumor. (laughs) (laughs) No, Greg says, that sounds perfect. We've been at Nora's folks the last couple of years for Christmas. Have you talked to any of the other kids? Well, I reached Marsha and Wally and they're all set. What? Yeah. Greg says, well, but is interrupted by a nurse that comes in and says, Dr. Brady, Mrs. Powell is in active labor. Greg says, thanks. Thanks, Amy. Mom, mark us down. I've got to run. Mrs. Powell is having a baby. And don't forget, your exam appointment is on Friday. (laughs) That's disgusting. (laughs) Ah! 
<laughs> I'll see you then <laughs> for your pap smear. <laughs> Uh, he then quickly hangs up. Carol looks at the phone and says, how rude. How rude. She could have at least waited until I was finished talking. <laughs> so, yeah, even without the jokes, Greg still managed to be creepy to his own mom, which is <laughs> talent. Um, I, I do kind of wonder if he gives her free exams. Like that's just, I mean, well, you're, you're right. You can't really. I don't think you can examine your own family members. Um, I don't think that he would be delivering a baby at his doctor's office. Like that seemed kind of weird to me. Well, because I don't think he's so important that he's got his own office right off of the delivery room. That doesn't seem normal either. So. I think, I think they messed up with the establishing shot in this scene. Okay. Cause they showed the establishing shot and then they showed Carol in her office, but the establishing right. shot looked like a hospital. So I was yeah. like, oh, we're at the hospital. Great. And I was like, oh, we're at Carol's. Oh, Carol must be at the hospital. No, Carol's in a real estate office. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. And so I backed it up. I'm like, that's clearly a hospital they're showing. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Um, I, I messed up my notes. Look at it. <laughs> Look what the last line of my notes is. <laughs> you can be in active labor for years. <laughs> oh I meant hours. Hours. <laughs> the Megan was in active labor for 12 hours. So, I mean, and I know there's a lot of women that are in way longer than that. Yeah. So, <laughs> the fact that the nurse came in, she's in active labor. Okay. How many <laughs> like, centimeters is she? <laughs> yeah. Like, come back in when she's five minutes apart. I mean, <laughs> other than that, I can't really do anything. <laughs> so. Yeah. Scene 17. Meanwhile, in the delivery room, Mrs. Powell is doing some Lamaze breathing exercises. Her husband videotapes as she breathes. Greg walks into the room and says, how are you, Mrs. Powell? Mr. Powell points the camera at Greg as Mrs. Powell says, oh, just peachy. Greg turns to the other doctor in the room and says, mom was on the phone, honey. She wants you, me, and Kevin to come out for Christmas. Greg takes a look at the Powell chart and says, everything looks normal. This should be easy. Mrs. Powell says, easy for you. <laughs> how many times have you been through labor? Greg just laughs. Mrs. Powell has a contraction. Greg says, come on, Mr. Powell, help your wife with the breathing. Remember the breathing exercises. Greg steps away to look at more charts. Nora walks over and says, Greg, my folks invited us over for Christmas. Greg says, I know, but we went to your folks last year and the year before that. Nora says, so Christmas together is a tradition in my family. Mr. Powell says, that's the way it was in my family, doctor. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> Greg says, but this is the first time in years all the kids will be together. Mr. Powell butts in again and says, that's a good point. Nora says, I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> Nora says, but I already promised mom and dad. Greg starts to say something, but Mr. Powell says, oh, that's worth considering. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> Mrs. Powell says, hey, what about me? Greg runs over and was like, Jesus Christ, everything is about you, isn't it, Mrs. Powell? <laughs> no. <laughs> Greg runs over and says, just breathe in and out, Mrs. Powell. <laughs> he looks at Mr. Powell and says, remember the breathing exercises. Greg turns back to Nora and goes on. Wally and Marsha will be at my folks with Jessica and Mickey, so Kevin will have cousins to play with. Mm -hmm. Nora's like, 
There you go about fucking Marsha again. Why are you always <laughs> fucking talking about Marsha? <laughs> no. Um, Mr. Powell says, cousins? Nobody said anything about cousins before. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> Nora, liking the argument, says, yeah, if we're talking cousins, Tom and Trisha will be there with all five of their kids. Mrs. Powell is now having another contraction. Greg goes on, we saw them last year. Nora says, that is a mean. I don't want to see them this year. Mr. Powell butts in again and says, well, if she's got cousins and you've got cousins, that makes it more complicated. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> Mrs. Powell says, I don't mean to interrupt this discussion, but I think I'm having a baby or something. Greg jumps into action and says, all right. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. All right, let's move her. It won't be long now. Greg rolls the bed out of the room and says, lights, camera, Mr. Powell, and action, Mrs. Powell. Mr. Powell holds up the video camera and narrates, the birth of our baby, take one. Mrs. Powell yells back, take one. And they all roll her out of the room to delivery. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Did they ever actually let you record it? What do you mean? Like, is it legal to record a, a, the birth of a child? I recorded mine. Oh, did you? Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you still have and it? She no? had a C-section. So Do you I still have it or no? I'm sure somewhere on a little little mm. tiny tape, little HD yeah, yeah. tape or whatever. Um, yeah, somewhere. Man, I, 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 I just can't imagine. I feel I kind of feel for him because I just can't imagine having you know every holiday with your wife's family. Like <laughs> <laughs> that would just suck. Like. Like, like no, like really, seriously, like, like no, what kind I mean, of loser would have every holiday with their in-laws? I mean, not just every holiday, but every yeah weekend. I mean, I tell you what, I know who wears pants vacation. But, like, <laughs> but for real, like, damn, that's selfish. Like, holy shit. Uh, what what kind of struck me is like. It was first of all, it was really weird. All right, I'm sorry. Are you done? You're probably oh no. The, the only last thing was, why is Greg moving the patient? <laughs> Doctors <laughs> don't do that. Damn. And he's like, I guess I'll move the bed. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no. You stay back here and talk about your family at Christmas. <laughs> while I while I do your job, apparently. Well, I assume Nora's a doctor too, but like Amy I, was, I the thought nurse she was a nurse. Oh damn! Because she's a woman. They were dressed exactly the same. Damn, the same yeah, color yeah. scrubs on and everything. Well, the You're fact sexist. that she came in, didn't she come in earlier and say, doctor, no. she's in. That was Amy, a nurse. Yeah, but she didn't tell Nora. Hmm, funny how that works. <laughs> <laughs> well, she said Dr. Brady. That could be the one. Yeah, but Nora wasn't in the room. Oh, well, then <laughs> I don't know. But what I found really weird is like, because Greg walks in and he's like, hey, my parents are inviting us for Christmas. And then, like, I watched Nora expecting her to go, wait a second, no. But it says she had, like, zero reaction. In fact, she was, like, reading a chart. Didn't even acknowledge Greg even said anything to her. And, was just, and then Greg's like, all right, Mrs. Powell. And she just walks over and starts dealing with Mrs. Powell, too. Like, no reaction to what he just said. <laughs> I thought it was kind of odd until he brings it up again. So, anyway, my parents. And she was, like, and just the way she was, like, arguing, she was, just like, like, as if, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, like he's not serious about it, you know. She's well, like, to me, it felt like silly. You know, like she you thought know, Greg forgot. Parents. Like she's like, no, no, 
We always have Christmas at my house. <laughs> that's cute. Silly. Now you want to do your little thing? No. <laughs> that's, that's funny. It's hilarious. Anyway, so my parents, you know, we're going in there. You know. <laughs> and that's the end of part one. That is the end of part one. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> but stay tuned for next week when we do part two of A Very Pretty Christmas. Yep. Keith's my... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you think of A Very Brady Christmas so far? Had you ever seen it before? Um, I saw it years ago, like a long yeah. time ago. Oh, that's ago. right. Yeah, yeah. We didn't um, mention that. But I don't remember much about it. Um, yeah, me either. It's nowhere near the level the episodes were at. And Hope, I'm, if, you, if you're listening, I, I, we mean that. <laughs> you know, we love it. We love the Brady Bunch. But it just, it didn't feel like it was on the level of the show. And I imagine that was because this might have been the first time ever that they made a movie. Yeah. Instead of a 30 minute or a 24 minute episode. Now, this is after the Brady Bride's show. That, that was, was a show, though. That wasn't a movie. So right. this might be the first time they've had to make a movie. But it was the same style. It is, but it's almost like they were trying to, to add filler to make the episode longer. And I think that's what the whole thing was. Well, oh, we can have Mike playing one thing and Carol playing another thing. And blah, blah, blah. and that's like, that was an episode in and of itself. So it almost feels like it's going to be mini episodes <laughs> with a <laughs> yeah. common theme running through it. Which works out great for us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, you know, what we did here. We had fun today. And remember, we, we do love the show. It's just a good time. It is. And we'd also personally like to thank our producers from Patreon, because without you guys, this wouldn't be possible. Hmm. And of course, of course, we're looking at you, Jenny and Jim. <laughs> Jim, you're the man. You came through yet again. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah. um, and then Jimmy, you're j- Jimmy. Wow. <laughs> Jenny, you're just awesome anyways. And I'm sure you watch tons of hand egg um, <laughs> on Thanksgiving Day. Um, but also to the rest of the Patreon, we really appreciate you guys. We love you guys. And um, yeah, we thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now it's time for some homework. Oh, shit. First one is check out the website. Yes. Everybodypodcast.com. The second one, do a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or CastBox. Tell two friends about the show. And uh, if you don't have two friends, then, um, you know, um, I feel bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> send an email to the show and tell us how you like or dislike the show or if you just don't have any friends at a very Brady podcast at gmail.com join the Facebook group and join the conversations and all the fun at a very Brady Facebook group plus you can meet people you can meet friends there that's true if you would like to be a producer check out the Patreon at www.patreon.com slash a very Brady podcast and we will be your friend Check out the Instagram at a very Brady podcast, which are followed by bunches of friends. Follow us on <laughs> Facebook and get real time updates, like whether the show's going to be, you know, uh, late or sometimes there's comments left by friends. <laughs> Go check out the retro network at yes. the retro network.com. You're going to say anything about friends. <laughs> oh, um, and there you can, uh, they, uh, they can be your friends. There you go. Um, yeah. Check out our shop with our affiliate link at www.averybrittypodcast.com slash shop. And you can buy something for your new friend. <laughs> Check out our T public store for merch. <laughs> link is in the description of this episode. And there you can also buy something for your well, new plus friend. Plus you can show it off to your new friend. Um, <laughs> but lastly, I mean, normally we no. would say go watch Gilligan's Island. 
Um, yeah. But instead, go watch A Very Brady Christmas. Yeah, if you, you can see three it. more episodes about it. Um, if you kind of snoop around the show notes, there may or may not be a link. <laughs> right? Or no? Um, sure. I'll put one in there. Yeah. Um, so uh, snoop around. You might find something. That's all we're saying. All right. Well, stay tuned for next week when we do yes. part two of a very Brady Christmas. And also keep on the lookout for a certain horror podcast that me and Tech may or may not be coming out with. You said horror podcast, horror. right? Yeah, okay. not horror. Horror. Because yeah. I was prepping a totally different show. Oh, shit. I should have warned you about that. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder you asked me to, to make sure I had tissue. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hmm. Okay. We'll figure it out. We will. Yeah. We'll I'm watch. sure there's, there's going to be that kind of stuff in the horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it's an 80s slasher film. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So unless you have anything else. Uh, I do not. Right. In that case, I've, I've been Jimmy. And I've been Tack. And this has been a very Brady podcast. And we will see you on another sunshine day. Keep smoking. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.